Hello everybody, this is Curtis from Tremble letting you know that we are brought to you by Shudder. Shudder is the horror movie streaming service that brings you all the latest and greatest that horror has to offer. But you don't have to take my word for it. You can use TremblePod, that's T-R-E-M-B-L-E-P-O-D, when you sign up for an account. This will give you a free 30-day trial on us, so you can check it out for yourself. With that said, let's get on with this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tremble, the horror movie podcast. I'm your host, Curtis. With me, as always, is Steven Taylor. How are you two doing? Doing all a right. Little, a little hungry. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay. feeling that too. But I mean, we're this is like my namesake film this week. So <laughs> I was going to say, you know, the energy's you know, up. <laughs> when I was pairing this, I'm like, this is great. This will be we can cover like horror movie sequels that are maybe just as good, if not arguably in some cases better than the first uh you gotta do aliens you also have to do evil dead 2 uh i don't know if i would say evil dead 2 is better than evil dead 1 i think even that's a really tough argument to make even with regards to aliens but definitely as good i would definitely say for sure um but uh yeah uh evil dead 2 talk about that this week and uh boy what a movie Mm -hmm. uh i really hope whether it be uh taylor or anybody else listening like anybody this is your first time watching this movie i am so glad for you because this movie Mm -hmm. is such a weird and wild movie um, uh, unfortunately, not my first time. Okay. But we will get to that later. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way this would be Steve's first time watching this movie." No, uh, no, was, no. no. <laughs> but uh, if for any listeners, at least if this is your first time watching this, like, poof, what a what a treat! Um, Absolutely. Yeah, the official summary of Evil Dead Two: the second of three films in the Evil Dead series is part horror, part comedy, with Ash Williams once again battling horrifying demons at a secluded cabin in the woods after discovering an audio tape left by a college professor that contains voice recordings from the book of the dead ash's girlfriend linda becomes possessed by evil spirits that uh, are awakened by the voices on the tape ash soon discovers that there is no escaping the woods and uh yeah uh also lots of blood lots of gore lots of wild antics uh mm-hmm for the course for this um so steve what was your first time watching this movie or do you even recall uh, oh boy this was uh mid 90s i think it was uh the, fir- the first time that i saw this one um and i think i saw it before i saw the original okay um it was like at a friend's house like a sleepover type thing where we rented a bunch of movies and just predicated on the poster the skull with eyes um mm. was was so intriguing for us uh, and it was one that I walked by so many times when I'd go rent movies with my parents. And, of course, my, my parents wouldn't rent this movie for me at the time. Uh, but my friend's parents, uh, friend's mom would. Thanks, Brenda. You're the best. And, um, <laughs> oh, gee, Brenda. I mean, yeah, right? And, I mean, it obviously informed a lot of my taste in life and, and um, my loves in life. And, I mean, even my Twitter handle is the Steve Dead. So it's like... This, this movie had a huge effect on me. And I, I think it's also really great that we're talking about it now as Evil Dead Rises has just gone to, to has just 
started actual filming right now. So, um, yeah, it's it's a very, very, very special movie in my heart. Um, and uh, for whatever flaws it has, I don't see them. <laughs> I just every yeah. time I watch it, it's just awesome. It's just purely awesome. It's Sam Raimi turned up to a 12 doing what he loves. And uh, it's also the full formation of the Ash character. Totally. Uh, and, yeah, it's interesting that this movie... I don't know. I have... I Here's the thing. Personally, I think it's a better movie than the first one. But not yes. because the first movie is bad. I think there was a lot of limitations, and we'll get to this with the emails, but, like, there were a lot of restrictions placed on the first movie that kind of caused them to ultimately sort of take that and some people say this is a remake of the first movie i want to go that far uh but i do think they take a lot of the ideas and sort of flesh them out and make them a little stronger in the i would film. say it's a yeah it's a rebuff yeah. you know what mm. i mean it, it's it's an expansion uh because the first film was like a was like a, a college film Mm-hmm. this is like like we're a stu- we got a studio we got a production like this is like this is him with uh on a professional level uh, and not on shoestring and so there are so many elements of the first movie within it um and it's kind of, it, it may be kind of a re-origin story for ash but um yeah it is a separate movie in a lot of regards yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's i i would agree that i definitely think the second is uh, better than the first one, but the first one has so many of the elements that I specifically love about just the whole series, like some of the ways they do the camera shots, some of the practical effects with like the masks of the demons or the, I don't know if it's like claymation kind of thing that they do that just makes it a little extra creepy and eerie. Like they have all of the same elements that I love. The first one, yeah, was just maybe missing a little bit more of that kind of personality that the rest of them get or or have especially with ash's character obviously but even then the the ash's character in the first movie i still really liked his character he was a little more subdued a little quieter a little nerdier maybe uh when you compare him to his his counterpart in the second one but yeah they both have elements that really work and elements that tie them together and i i think if you're watching evil dead it like it's like if you're doing a full watch through of like Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness, I feel like you can't, you could skip out on the first one because, like, plot-wise and story-wise, it doesn't do anything. Mm-hmm. But there's so much there that continues on into Evil Dead 2. You kind of really get a good appreciation for everything when you watch them all. Totally. Um, and again, I don't think any of them are bad movies. Uh, Army of Darkness, though, it's kind of funny that, like, the first two are so similar, and then Army of Darkness just goes, it's like, and we're going off the rails, and you're like, that's amazing. This is what I'm Yeah, it, it goes off the rails, but you go right along with it. Army of Darkness is, is I, I want to say Army of Darkness is my favorite in the whole series, but, I mean, yeah. if I go back to the first time that I watched it, I think Army of Darkness maybe was the first one that I watched. Um, I remember this very vividly because I... I was in my middle school broadcast media class and we had a project to do like a clip video or something, which was just take a bunch of clips from movies and put them together. And I was like, great, group mates, we're doing horror movies. And Army of Darkness and Evil Dead 2 was uh, some of the movies that we pulled the clips from. And that was, I think, I think that was the first time that I watched the movies too. So I was like middle school age and they were just so like 
wacky and I just loved the energy the whole energy behind them was just so good like Ash mm -hmm. is like a little bit demonic a little bit possessed but also the demons are goofy and and have their own quality quirky qualities and yeah it was just all over a, a fun time and I have very fond memories of it from uh from even just doing that project in school I, d I don't even remember if I watched it all the way through or if I just watched it to grab clips but either way I have some good nostalgia from it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, funny enough, I didn't even see this movie until, like, probably the early 2000s. Um, I think it kind of became, like, one of those things where I would just go to the video store. And, like, I was, like, pre-teen kind of teenager. And, yeah, like, oftentimes, like parents would go away for the week and they would just leave me and my brother like like 50 bucks and be like yeah i'm gonna order some food get some movies whatever and yeah we would just go and just rent a bunch of movies and i remember uh seeing the evil dead 2 cover and i hadn't seen evil dead 1 but i mean if you've seen the cover for evil dead 2 you're like how can i not rent this movie this movie looks amazing uh and so yeah we, we rented it and watched it and uh, I was all worried a little bit that I was like, I'm not going to understand this because I haven't seen the first movie. And then the movie's pretty much like, yeah, we're going to recap the first movie entirely. So no big deal. Um, so, yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I've rewatched it a handful of times. I think like a few years ago. Uh, well, must have been more than a few years ago because it was around the same time as when the Ash vs. the Evil Dead show was starting to mm -hmm. was starting up. I went through and rewatched the movies and then watched Ash for Ash vs. the Evil Dead, which great show, very underrated. Yes. Um, oh, absolutely. All three seasons are so fucking great yeah. and had such a great irreverent humor because that's what the great thing about what evil dead 2 kicks off is the really the real expulsion of that ash character and, and and the broadening of him and and um especially like when you get to like older ash that is at the center of ash and the evil dead he's got like the just the amount of ego on the guy is so fucking great yeah and i mean uh no i try not to do spoilers here but lee majors playing his dad are you kidding me oh yeah it's great. Uh, I think it's on Netflix if you want to watch yeah, it is. the it is. show. Uh, so hi highly, highly, highly recommended. Yeah. So 100%. recommended. Um, and they got the new game that's coming out, too. Uh, mm -hmm. That looks really exciting. They showed some gameplay from that this past week. And I was like, I want to play that so badly. Yeah. It looks oh, gorgeous. And him a... walking through the fields and stuff. Like, oh, my God. It looks so nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... There's an old Army of Darkness tabletop roleplay game that I really want to play at some point, too. It looks a little complicated, because um, I have the, the core rulebook, but, oh man, it would be so fun. They basically, like, instead of being a dungeon master, you're called the director, and everyone around you is kind of like cast members, and you can kind of create your own cast member to play through the, basically, the Army of Darkness movie that they have in this book. But you can use it for, like, any scenario that you want to play out. But yeah, it looks really fun, and the RPG nerd in me really wants to play it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, okay, got a couple emails here. One from Brody says, Here in the UK, we saw Evil Dead 2 long before the original, as it had been banned for a number of years. I always appreciate that this film recaps the first, even though it's a sequel. 
The first isn't a requirement for this one, although you do miss the one girl being manhandled by a tree. You get a little mm. bit of that <laughs> in this one, too. Mm -hmm. Manhandle yeah, is a good term that. for it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's, a good, that's a good euphemism. <laughs> that's a good term. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, uh... I feel like in, in the first one they make it very obvious. There were there are some sound effects playing that make it very obvious what's happening. Yeah, uh, I I would not use the word manhandle personally. I've used uh, yeah. a different <laughs> word that starts with the letter R. But uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's I, I I do agree that I don't think the first one's a requirement for this one. I still think people should watch the first one. Like, don't get me wrong. Yes. I, I think the first one is still a great movie. And uh, definitely when you look at, like, low-budget filmmaking, it's it's one of the best ones ever made. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think if you've seen it and you're doing a rewatch or maybe you just want to hop mm -hmm. in the second one, I don't think, yeah, you need to necessarily watch uh, the first one to necessarily make this one understandable or comprehensible. It, it doesn't need to happen, really. Although, again, you should still watch it. It's still a great movie. Yeah. I always forget about the video nasty uh, controversy in the UK. Yeah. From the 70s to 80s, where they were basically pulling horror movies off the shelves and not allowing people to see it because they deemed it uh, too offensive for the general public. Yeah. Um, even yeah. that uh, movie that you and I covered uh, a, a while ago, um, Superstition. Yeah. was on the video nasties list and we watched that movie and it's like well why was this besides the exploding head and the uh microwave why the fuck is this <laughs> a part of the video nasties list well like the movie i saw last night for the um last drive-in evil speak was on the video nasties and uh I, like watching that movie i'm like okay yeah sure like they kill a dog off um, not really off screen but like out of view uh mm -hmm. and stuff like that but like it's not that bad of a movie and like evil dead sure there's the the the, the tree scene and other stuff but it's not that bad i don't know it seems it seems a little weird so <sighs> yeah those video nasties that was that was a weird time hopefully we never get that again no, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it'll just kind of be like a rest respective cancellation at this point. Um, I think be, it'll be like, okay, well, we're not selling this anymore, but the people that are deeply into it already own it. You know, yeah. so it's like, you're not going to have stormtroopers going into your house and taking your Blu-rays away from you. Like, that's just not going to happen. No. Well, um, the internet's a big place, you know? <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't already own it, it's out there somewhere. Ah, uh, Kurt Vonnegut was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I just wonder if, like, if that could ever fly nowadays. I think it would just push people to piracy, if I'm being completely honest. But, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's kind of interesting to think about, like, what would happen if that were to happen again? Like, would people still, uh, you know, try to, like, get movies legally, or would they just get pushed into the underground? So, but hopefully that's something we never have to think about, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kyle says there's so many cool details in this movie like when Ash traps his hand one of the books he places on top of it is A Farewell to Arms I didn't even notice that I love that's one of the reasons that I love this whole series so much is there are so many just little details like that that when like rewatch details almost right when yeah. you've seen this movie a million times already and now you're looking in the background and you, you see all the, the little touches that they put on it it's, I just love that shit mm-hmm 
That's interesting. I never noticed that. And now that it's mentioned, like, kind of want to go back and rewatch it just to see that. So. Um, okay. Uh, best line in the movie, favorite line. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Again, There's there so are many... a lot of good lines. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I feel like I, la I wrote down all the main ones, like, Groovy is obviously the most famous mm -hmm. one, but also when he shoots the the demon and he, and he goes swallow this and yes. he with a shotgun. Yes. Oh, it's so it's so good. I'll yeah. swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. Um, when I used to do radio with Drex, uh, when when the the my segment was called the Steve Dead on Movies, that clip preceded my uh, my bumper coming in. Nice, um, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, it was that. Swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow your soul. I'll swallow this. Like the shotgun cock, and then the swallow this, and then the bang. Yeah, that was my intro. And oh, I'm I, sad that that doesn't exist anymore for you. I, that was amazing. I the first time I ever heard it on air when I was doing my phone in, I had tears in my eyes and like a big smile on my face, and I was like, I fucking made it. <laughs> like I was like so pumped. Yeah. I'm like, my internet persona is here. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, now I'm thinking like anytime I call CBC, they're like, yeah, it's just Curtis. I'm like, man, I need a cool intro like that. <laughs> yeah, well, I have one now for what the hell should should I watch, which is my what my segment's called now. And it's like almost like this let's go to the lobby type of like oh, uh, yeah. intro thing. So that one's pretty cool. It, it's it's one the directs also had created for me that's carried now onto the Shane Hewitt version of the shift and uh, it still makes me smile. Like it, anytime they that they make something for me like that, I am super grateful and I get really giddy at heart about it. Uh, I'll then I'll, I'll never leave that lose that feeling because it's like once I do, then it's time to shut down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and I'm just kind of realizing too. I I most places on the internet I use my username Cianic, but I've been mm -hmm. switching over to a new one that I actually have on Discord, which is Technonomicon. That's very um, good. Yeah, and I, like that's fully pulled from uh, the Necronomicon, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, which is so funny because people see it and don't know how to. If they if they don't already know about the Necronomicon, they have no idea how to pronounce the username. Um, yeah. But other than that, like, yeah, like there's so much of this movie that has influenced just me in general, um, and now it's coming up as I change usernames on the internet. <laughs> Well, we that, that just means that we need to have a tandem show, Taylor. It's called The Steve Dead and the Technonomicon. That would be... Okay, seriously. So fucking, <laughs> so fucking amazing. Seriously, yeah. so fucking amazing. Yeah, it's just, it just works well. That's, awesome. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I put Who's Laughing Now? Just as he uh, goes... <laughs> With his hand? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can we, we, can we talk about... Uh, Bruce Campbell's physical comedy, which really comes to like like comes to fruition in this film, like he's really great in the original one, um, but it's like a fully established in this movie and through to Army of Darkness. It's just like his his pantomiming, his facial his facial reactions, his able to just throw himself around. Like he gives everything in this movie. 
Mm -hmm. Well, and especially when it's done in tandem with the way that some scenes are shot, like chasing him around the house as he's like running from the demon <laughs> and shit like that. Every, anytime he like there's a scene of Bruce Campbell like looking around and the camera f does a full pan of the scenery almost and comes back to his face. I think that those are so well done. Those are mm -hmm. so cool. And and to watch in the movie, like, yeah, they can add a little bit to the goofiness sometimes, but I just think that they're cool in general to to watch in tandem with everything that Bruce Campbell does on camera, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um let's see, we've also got best performance. I mean it's gotta be Bruce Campbell, right? It's Bruce. Like, Bruce is yeah. yeah. Bruce is a goat, a hundred percent. Bruce Campbell and his hand. Yep. I mean I always like the guy that's like the redneck. Um I don't know. Just something about his performance just seems way over the top and in the best way possible. Mm -hmm. But yeah, mm -hmm. there's no way he's in the same league as Bruce. Sorry. Yeah. So. Absolutely. I, I that's that's th a three way agreement on that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, I have to as an as I quote, I always call him a character. Uh, the cinematography, the camera is always a character, and uh, Peter Deming is the guy that shot this film. Uh, and, and did all those great sh those great shots that Taylor was just talking about. Mm. Um, and I mean, like the guy went on to work with Lynch. He did all he did all eighteen episodes of the new Twin Peaks series. Yeah. He did um, he did Lost Highway, which is just an incredibly shot film. If you've never seen Lost Highway, it's a must see. Uh, Mulholland Drive. Um, he also worked for for uh, Wes Craven on uh, Scream Two, Three, and Four. Um, it, like, I, I mean, the the guy is just a heavyweight uh, cinematographer, but like not like a household name that you would think. But man, people should know his name more. Yeah. Uh... In general, I feel like people should just know more of the behind the scenes mm -hmm. people's names. You know. Oh, 100%. I saw uh, um, James Gunn actually yesterday tweeted out his love for camera ops. Uh, and and the, just how they don't get recognized enough. Uh, mm -hmm. And he's like, especially on one of my films, like a camera op is doing so much work and they never get that kind of time of day. So yeah, I feel like we need to celebrate our behind the scenes workers a hell of a lot more, especially when it comes to giving awards because uh, that's what Hollywood and, and the movie industry loves to do. And the fact that we don't have awards for camera ops, we don't have awards for stunt men, we don't have, you know, or stunt people. Um, yeah, there's still a lot of work to be done in, as far as recognizing the people that bring us these films. 100%. Uh, best kill. I went with Jake just because there's so much goddamn blood. It's great. Yeah. It really yeah. is. And 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 the method of which it happens too is so yeah. is so fucking good. Yeah, I I think that one just creatively was so enticing to watch, and I'm so like, huh, like how they pull that off and how it looks, like it was just so, it it's fantastic in like the best way possible. Like mm -hmm. it's just over the top, crazy, cool, fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and and at first you think he's gonna get killed because uh, I don't remember her character's name, but he gets stabbed by the knife as he's coming into the the cabin, and then and then he survives. I remember writing notes as I'm watching this, going, "Oh, he's <laughs> wait, he's alive? Never mind. Okay, scratching that kill off my list." Yeah. And then he dies like immediately afterwards in the best way possible. Yeah, yeah I I think that was definitely one of one of my favorites. Uh, 
I, I, I did kind of like, maybe it was because for, for uh, these movies, I did do the double feature where I watched the first Evil Dead and then I watched the second one. Mm. I did like when uh, What's-Her-Face was dragged into the tree, too, because that, that did really feel like a callback to the first one, mm-hmm. um, especially in the way that they, like, rip the clothing. I feel like it's almost in the exact same shots as the first one, right. and I think that's that's pr- kind of cool. I like that they did a little callback almost. Yeah. But other than that, yeah, the, the the gushing blood coming from the cellar is just it's it's kind of incredible. <laughs> it is. It's uh it's the one kill that I always remember about this movie, at least. I'm always like, when are we getting to Jake's death? Because that's what I'm <laughs> Cool. Uh any other kills that uh, either of you really enjoyed? Uh I I mean um Linda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Linda has has some has has a good accent, and I just <laughs> I love the severed head, Linda. Oh yeah. <laughs> also, too. That's what kind of uh, one thing I miss from the first film. Actually, is they did a lot more of of people being possessed in the mm-hmm. in the first film that I thought was really well done. Like just the way that they did people with the makeup and mm-hmm. the 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 masks and stuff, like. It was really cool to see some of the the stuff that they put into it. And they didn't bring a ton of that into the second one with just people kind of... Other than Ash gets, like, possessed a couple of times. Um, And I kind of missed that a little bit. Because some of the... Yeah, some of the effects of that stuff was just actually creepy. Yeah. Cool. Uh, right. Uh... Dumbest decision. Uh... Um... Don't reading record the, and yeah. Oh, I think we were about to say the same thing, basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the record. Don't play the recording. Like, yeah. I'm reading the book under the recording. You know, like in the first yeah. place. Like, give me a fucking break. And I mean, yeah. um, I, unfortunately, the the punishment isn't uh, as, se- as severe as it is for Lou Taylor Pucci in the uh, the <laughs> the remake uh, or the reimagining or the. I, I think it's the same universe the yeah. Fede Alvarez version. Um, but yeah, he plays the ultimate fucking price, but um, it's a different, like this is a different vein. This is more campy um, mm-hmm. hero based because of course this leads into army of darkness, which is very much an action fantasy heroic film. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, I, it's so funny because I don't, I, I, I don't think watching part two is is a direct conduit to knowing what what army of darkness would be oh yeah it's such a it's such a departure there's no way you would predict that he'd go to medieval times and all of a sudden be (laughs) like (laughs) you know but yeah it all comes from that necronomicon and the treating of a book that's made out of skin and blood yeah yeah so like why the fuck are you reading from it come on now come on i I did love though that, and and now I can't even remember if they make it very obvious in the movie. But like there is that whole uh, uh, story of oh the 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 promised one who killed them before in in the ancient times or whatever. And then right at the end of the movie, he it's like that as he's screaming out no and realizing that he's got to go through all the shit again because he's now in the past or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just I just love that little like it it's it's not done randomly he's not just randomly thrown into the past it it connects to this other story and this other prophecy and this other whole thing and he's just still stuck in it and it's just i just love it so much yeah i i do you think that we're gonna be covering army of darkness in the future 
I think it's on the list, yes. Okay, because I, I was going to do the which ending do you prefer thing, but well, I think we'll just wait to that episode. Yeah, we have it paired mm. with Drag Me to Hell. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good pairing, so. I'm a champion of, uh, like, I, I hold Drag Me to Hell on my shoulders and, and, and proclaim how fun and great it is. And I know it's a movie that got horrible reviews and uh, a lot of people hated it. But, oh, man, I can't wait for that episode because <laughs> I'm just going to yeah. give it so I'm just going to give it a big old hug and kiss. I'm excited because that was, yeah, I feel like I heard a lot of people shit talking it when it first came out and just like mm-hmm. how. It was awful. That kind of was what stopped me from like watching it. I still haven't actually watched it, but I really want to because I think you've mentioned already how much fun it is. Yeah. And I sometimes if a movie is fun enough, I don't care if it's bad. If it's a good time, Absolutely. I'm down with it. So I'm excited for that one. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Damascus. Oh, we just talked about that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Yeah. I agree. Reading the uh, or playing the tape that has the recorded passage yeah that's just a dumb dumb idea uh that being said you know it's dumb but it also totally makes sense that they would do something like that like yep. it's mm-hmm. not that uh unfoundable or unreasonable but still i'm like why did you do that that, is, that was yeah. a bad call i feel like the dumber decision lies with the the guy like whoever actually recorded it like come come on dude you yeah. i mean maybe at that point he just didn't know but like incantations really should you be putting that out into the universe i guess they didn't have the ring back then so they didn't have the the movie knowledge to forewarn them but you know no cool i think it's time to give this a score oh i feel like i'm gonna give this a nine just because i give army of darkness a 10 usually and and i do prefer army of darkness even though we're not covering that in this podcast but still so I think I'm gonna go with a nine. I'm gonna be predict. I'm, I'm just gonna say, audience and and my cast, my castmates here. Uh, what's my name again? <laughs> like, <laughs> how do I score under perfect for this? Like, yeah. how do I how do I do that? How I, I mean, do I need to say it? You know. <laughs> you are this evil dead. That's right. Yeah, it's like uh, and have been. I, I think I think I just celebrated my eleven year anniversary on twitter so okay yeah it's it's or yeah it's 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 been in place since i started on that site so yeah well, we've got uh, a new evil dead coming too evil dead Rise. yes e- oh my cat i cannot wait and uh i i, I mean uh Raimi's not directing it um yeah but um they're all involved. They're all behind the scenes and everything. And I, I want to say it's, is it Corin Hardy that's doing it? Uh, Lee Cronin. Oh, Lee Cronin. That's right. Right. Okay. Yeah. The only thing that I'm a little peeved about that is it's going directly to HBO Max and mm-hmm. probably Crave. I'm like, that, that should be a theater experience. Yeah. I, I it sucks. I, and I just, I think it's just um, kind of just, the way that that film is working now, you need to have that huge stature to do it, and I, I don't know why Evil Dead isn't big enough to make it. But um, did you see um, uh, Lee Cronin's other film, The Hole in the Ground? Yeah, with the creepy kid. Yeah, I actually dug it, so that's which makes me excited for this movie. 
yeah even more like like to know that somebody cool is behind it mm-hmm. yeah the movie wasn't you, as bad as you, people were making out to be it's irish horror too do you so. think that the direction of this one will be similar to the last remake that it'll be a little bit less goofy and more like kind of played horror straight or do you think it'll be kind of more the original atmosphere of uh evil dead and army of darkness where there is a little bit of a goofier thing to it because even the remake i think that was it 2013 that it came out like i still i mean we covered it on the podcast and i'm pretty sure i said it then that i actually really enjoy that movie me too Uh, me too uh but now I'm interested to see if it goes, if they keep that direction with this mm-hmm. new one, or if they kind of lean more into the older, kind of campier themes. I, I'll think it's going to play more to the original stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just being how heavily that the original crew is involved in it, uh, I think that they're going to play into that vein more. But uh, as far as as, as I, I don't find the remake humorless at all. I think it's more of a sarcastic. Right, and, yeah. and, and uh, what goes what goes around comes around humor to it. Yeah, um, I, I think it's still darkly funny in its own way, and uh, honestly, only horror fans can find comedy in some of this stuff. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I mean, you know, we we said what we said about that movie on the episode, but Fede rocks that movie. And uh, I'm just hoping for more practical effects and and mm. more in camera tricks and everything and some really great cinematography because uh, Fede's is looks like a million dollars and uh, I hope for more of that you know mm-hmm. yeah they did say that the that, uh, Rise is not going to be connected to the original films Ash vs the Evil Dead or the remake like it's completely mm-hmm. its own separate thing so. I can see them totally trying something different with this to separate it from those other films. Um, I don't know. Maybe you make it more action horror. Maybe it is a little less horror comedy. I, I think they'll try something different. I, I really can't imagine what it would be, but I think if you're going to do something different, you, you have to separate it at least somewhat from those other films and do something different. Um, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm with the original people kind of involved. I'm more excited, I think, for to see what happens. Yeah, uh, I'm giving this a ten out of ten. Uh, yeah, this movie's just perfect. I, such a fun movie, and mm-hmm. it's a movie that like I can infinitely rewatch this. Like I could put this on any time and watch it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. there's nothing holding me back. So. <laughs> Um. Cool. Well, Steve, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, I am. I love to say this part, especially on this episode. I, I am. I am on Twitter and Instagram at the Stevel Dead, uh, and I'm on uh, Letterbox, probably under the same as well. Uh, you can find my website stevestebbing.ca, and then I am on the Shift with Shane Hewitt every week at. Uh, 11 p.m. on Thursday evenings at specific time. Uh, just kind of so- search your local radio listings or just go to uh, one of the radio station websites. Any of the chorus websites will probably carry that so you can stream it from a widget right on your computer. Perfect. Taylor, where can people find you on the internet? Um, most of the time I hang out on Instagram. Every once in a while I'm on Twitter, but not that often. My username is Circeanic. Uh, I also have a blog, circeanic.home.blog, where I post if I do anything, which I haven't posted on in like six months, so yay. Um, and 
I mean, I'm I'm gonna try to start uh, some streaming soon, whenever that happens, which will be under my new username that I'm gonna be switching over to, which is Techronomicon. So Necronomicon, but with T E C H in the front of it instead of N E C, if that makes sense. New um, podcast pending. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was such a good idea. It's a great um, idea. Uh, so yeah, so that's me. Nice. And then uh, I don't have any usernames associated with the Evil Dead franchise. <laughs> uh, maybe I should fix that. Um, Time to get with it, Kurt. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the one of us. One of us. One of us. <laughs> we'll swallow your soul. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll have to find something that somewhat ties into Kurt with uh, those movies. But uh, yeah, uh, I'm over on Twitter, Film Critic Kurt. I'm over at. Uh, Letterbox, Fatal Koala, where I'm I'm reviewing things pretty regularly. I usually have the habit of I watch something and then I immediately log into Letterbox to at least give it a score, or if anything, I'll try to like write a little tiny paragraph about it. But uh, yeah, you can find that on there. And uh, yeah, let's see, we've got uh, the next time we're doing Pan's Labyrinth and Kronos is the two movies. So that should be interesting. Uh, and uh, yeah. Until next time, everybody. Bye for now. <laughs>